Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of We Can Fight Like Cats If We Have To. Not so much an episode today, just kind of like a commentary, I guess. You have Natasha enjoying a snack. You have Alon focused in the zone doing some studying. And you have me cold and cold hearted in my warm Christmas robe because, hey, winter's coming. How's everybody tonight? Winter's here. No. Well, maybe not, but (laughs) it was chilly. It was chilly. Yeah, it was chilly. It was chilly too. It was also the first official day, National Day of Reconciliation, if we can actually call it that, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to say something that is probably going to get some criticism, which is that I understand the message and the concept behind the orange shirt and that student who had her orange shirt taken away and wasn't allowed to wear it again. Um, but I refuse to use, I refused myself as a mother, as a consumer to use that as a reason to purposely go out and buy my children. Um, orange shirts made by colonizers or orange dye made by representation of colonialism. Uh, and capitalism, um, and exploit the culture even further. I understand that there are Indigenous options out there, and I really did look. They were only available in adult sizes. I could not obtain anything for my two- and five-year-old. So we decided to stick to the shirts that we had um, that had a little bit of orange in them, which is better than nothing, to honor the symbolism of the orange shirt. Um, And I I messaged the school and I said, I understand that, you know, this is supposed to be in solidarity uh, with Indigenous nations. However, I will not use my dollar to support the oppressors of Indigenous nations. And I I told her, please, you know, um, understand and respect that Zebra will not be wearing a fully orange shirt today. And it is not that I do not appreciate the concept behind the orange shirt, but I could not respect or actively engage and participate in further assault of the indigenous population by, by turning essentially their suffering into, I don't know, a profitable opportunity for colonial culture. That was kind of my take on today. Um, That was my first step to my day of reconciliation. What, what did you guys think of today like did you notice anything did you watch any of the the specials on tv or listen to the specials on the radio or did anything resonate with you i will let uh, natasha go first because <laughs> i know she's Every time. No, all right i'll let you enjoy your snack enjoy your snack Coco. um i i i did not look or listen to any of the um, you know, news events or radio events or, or specials or whatever was happening. Um, and I, and it, that was intentional. I just am not, I, I'm not co-signing this, this holiday. Gravy. Cause it's gravy. I, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't see how this is supposed to, um, and I think I don't, I don't, I don't co-sign it because it's not being done correctly. Right. It's not being done correctly. And and I mean, we still have, you know, we have a federal mandate or a federal, 
you know, I guess action where, you know, the Canadian flag is supposed to be flying at half staff until this whole thing is resolved or they come to some sort of agreement with the First Nations as far as how they want to move forward. And you still have businesses left, right and center not dropping their flags to half staff. You have cities not dropping their flags to right. half staff. So, I mean, so villages we, and towns. Right. So, so you still have that going on. Um, so if that's not even being honored, that's a federal mandate. Yeah. You know, what is this day of reconciliation supposed to really mean to those same people who can't even follow a federal mandate? Um, you know, and the fact that, you know, they're, I, instead of you doing radio events and being like, you know, there should be, there should be a lot more done. Um, and I, and I think that re- reconciliation is a lot more than just a day. Yeah. It's it it it's about education. It's it's about um, you know mending of burned bridges. Yeah. Um, it's about acknowledgement. It's about taking responsibility as a nation. Um, it's about you know uh, reprimanding and and rebuking and and putting to task the Catholic Church and the individuals who were involved in these residential schools, whether it be staff, whether it be headmasters, whether it be um, clergy, whether it be, you know, fucking maintenance. I don't care who the fuck you were, because when it comes to the sex scandals, they go after everyone in the fucking dog that was involved. So the same needs to happen here. Um, You have million dollar judgments going out, you know, still with the sexual assault cases going on in the Catholic Church. And I haven't heard about any dollar amounts being paid out yet. Um, you know, for this reconciliation and for these residential school um, atrocities. I'm going to interrupt you on that point for one second. There's even money being invested of taxpayers' dollars to go in the courts to fight Indigenous people from obtaining money to reconcile for their suffering. So it's it's even worse than not just giving them money, actually taking the money that we could be giving them and investing it into policing systems and court systems that essentially have gone against actual reconciliation by the definition of reconciliation so it's just it's sorry to cut you off but i wanted to clarify this point because some of our listeners are not aware of this and if you truly want to be a part of reconciliation holding a flag half mass listening to news report gravy is not how you're going to do it Sorry, I cut you off along. Go ahead. No, no, that's that's a very I just valid. Really point. had and to I, add that point. Yeah, no, I appreciate that because that just lends to to my 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 point of view, which is just this country is doing nothing but things for pop and circumstance. Exactly. Um, in a very monarchical type of way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is this is not how you behave, and this is not what you do when you find out that your country is responsible for the deaths and, and, and the destruction of an entire race of people's lives. Like this is, you know, and, and the thing with Canada is we constantly scoff at other countries about how bad they are, what they do in true North American form. Um, you know, we scoff at the U S we scoff at different countries around the world and say, Oh, how dare they? How could they, we don't understand how that could happen. That would never happen here. And yet, and still it's happening and it has happened up until the 20th century. So no, I didn't watch anything on, on TV. I didn't bother listening to the radio. I didn't bother um, watching, you know, these half-hearted attempts and half-hearted speeches and, you know, these token, you know, first nations people, being appointed to stand up and say something and nothing against them. But at the same time, again, I've said this before in other broadcasts that we've done that, you know, First Nations people, I'm hoping they're going to be smarter than this and take a harder line than they are. 
you know, camera opportunities and, and, and someone putting a mic in front of your face or someone appointing you to a position, you know, like your people have suffered like greatly, like you need to draw a hard line and be like enough is enough and, you know, and stand your ground and stop, you know, catering because someone throws you a title or throws you a paycheck or throws you a soundbite for 30 seconds on a news program. Um, that's not enough. And uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't co-sign this holiday because it's not, it's not doing anything. And, you know, and this whole thing, and I agree with what Sally's saying, you know, this whole orange shirt thing, um, you know, your husband did a great monologue there for Black in the Maritimes and, 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 you know, people need to, to listen to that and understand that, you know, this whole trendy bandwagon activism is bullshit, right? Your kid wearing an orange shirt for one day would have a no fucking clue. No about what's going on or why what's the fucking point you 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 go into walmart and buying a shirt you order an orange shirt over amazon you buying a shirt from the same lineage of oppressors that that put the kids in the residential schools what kind of sense does that make you know what i mean like people just aren't thinking right they're, they're so busy to, to throw on the trend and just to say that they were part of the wave mm-hmm. and 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 they're not really understanding how devastating i don't think you know, non-First Nation parents, especially more importantly, I don't think white parents really understand the, the, the no. they don't understand the concept. And we've talked about this before in other podcasts. Like I need white people to really take a moment and think about that for a fucking second. Someone comes to your house on your property, lies to you or doesn't lie to you, takes your children by fucking force and you never see them again. Oh my God. Like people need to take a hard pause and think about that for a second. People freak the fuck out when you touch their dog. No, no, they're these still are your doing children. It. They're still doing it in right, the but, of social but, development. Like right, still- absolutely, absolutely. But the thing is, I think that white people just don't seem to take that that pause. They don't pause for a moment and really sit back and let that sink in. Right, and and and, and the reason. Right. And, and when you have a whole race of people and the powers that be that represent this race of people, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and not generalize because not everyone is on that wave. Right. When you have authority figures in place that look like you and are talking shit, if you're not saying anything out loud to go against it, I'm going to throw you in the same pot. So when you have the oppressor going ahead and, you know, belittling and demeaning and degrading and devaluing a race of people continually, to the point where no one sees them even as human anymore. That's like this problem here in Canada is just expansive. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I just feel that, you know, white allies and white people who want to say that they understand they're woke, they really need to take a moment and just mm-hmm. think for a second. If someone came into your home or on your property and took your children by force or lied to you about what they were going to do with your children and you never saw them again. And when you tried to go find them, because by some circumstance, you found out where they were, you were lied to and told that they weren't there. You were, you were harassed, you were beaten, you were thrown in prison. Like no one's thinking about that. And people of color get it because of the hardships that we face. Mm-hmm. We get it. We know what it's like to be excluded and, 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 and to be, you know, and, and to be undervalued and things like that. So we get it. Um, I, I just don't, you know, this nation is consistently disappointing me. 
uh it, it really is and i can say that because i'm american um and and uh america has disappointed me greatly as well but you can say that if you're canadian it is a disappointment it's a disappointment yeah. and, and and people who still want to wave the flag and talk about this country this and this country that and this great country this this great no motherfuckers you really need to understand this is not the country that none of us Mm-mm. thought it was Mm-mm. and even the hardcore canadians veterans i'm throwing you in there military i'm throwing you in there um family of former military veterans all that i'm throwing you all in the in the bucket if you still want to stand by the fact that this is some great land some 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 great neutral country some great outstandingly kind and generous and open you know piece of 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 you know real estate on the globe that that welcomes everyone and and you are sadly mistaken and you are purposely living in a delusion because the the facts are there the proof is there the bodies are there um you know and this whole thing of well yeah i know about it but eh, that that's that wishy-washy shit that i can't stand like no these are children children yeah people's children people's children and we're and we're still choosing to act like it's not a big deal um so anyway, I'm sorry for the long-winded answer, no, but no, my long-winded answer to a short question is that no, I don't co-sign the holiday. I didn't watch anything on TV. I didn't listen to the bullshit on the radio. Yep, same. No. And so I will let Natasha, now she's done her snack. She- oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it wasn't taking that long. <laughs> you no, look like you're really enjoying it. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, just- uh, No, I, I think that it's great that you went on and- I agree with everything you say because I did not even I did not watch anything and I I'm just so tired of all these displays of you know we're woke and we care and there's a t-shirt for every day there's a you know and now they've added a t-shirt for this and there's a bullying day t-shirt and there's a this t-shirt and I just find it so superficial and more theatrics and more sort of, but what I really see is happening is, oh, see, we're making everyone wear orange t-shirts. That means we're good now and we care and see, we're doing something. No, what you're doing is deflecting as usual, which is what you always do. I just see more and more deflection. That's all I see. I'm not seeing anything meaningful being done. What would have been respectful and appropriate after these children's mass graves were discovered was actually taking action immediately to deal with that. There have to be some people who are around today who are who can be held accountable and should be held accountable by the government of Canada. That is what they should be doing. They should be looking for people who are survivors or children of survivors, and they should be reaching out to them and they should be doing everything they can to compensate them for this atrocious behavior. But I mean, it still goes on today. That's the problem. It's still going on today. And um, you still have um, children who are, you know, First Nations being taken from their families in huge disproportionate numbers and 
I, you know, I, I, I asked, I think a woman about this who was, I think she was a social worker or she was a, and some, some, something related. And she's like, well, you know, that's because of their addictions problems. They're all, you know, we, I mean, it's for their own good. Their whole, you know, communities are all, you know, completely addicted. There's nobody there who can take care of them. We're doing this for the children. So they have this whole narrative and I'm thinking, I'm sorry, uh, you know, from what I've heard, you know, statistics, there's a probably a good chunk of people who are white who are also addicted to numerous things, or at least have them on a regular basis when their children are around and nobody's taking their children or at least not in those numbers. So this is absolutely an attempt to, first of all, to physically wipe out a race and now, you know, just demoralize them completely and break up their families. And yes, we absolutely get it as as um, as minorities and people of color because you have the same sort of um, you know from our community. Therefore, you don't know how to do this, and you couldn't possibly know how to take care of your children. And we have to be the ones to provide correct parenting. Are you fucking kidding me? Like seriously. Um, please, you know, dig yourself out of this delusion that you've, you know, come from that you know best about everything because you really don't. And it's, it's, um, I, you know, I just, I'm so tired of all these displays. Do something, do something meaningful. Stop, you know, doing these, it's just another show. I'm just so tired of these shows and um, First Nations people, I mean, it's, you know, um, I understand that recognition matters to a lot of people but what you really need when you've been violated in this incredible way this incredibly horrific way is reparations and um you also need signs that this very system that continues to perpetuate harmful behavior towards families and children of color and other minorities this system needs to be dealt with and you cannot deal with it if you don't agree that yes it's still a problem we still have the same mentality we still think we know better than everybody we still think we have a right to tell people what to do with their kids um this this has not changed it's still there it's it's pervasive in in all these institutions and this needs to be addressed now today it should have been done decades ago, but you know what? It should be done right now. Like I'm really done with this. Why are we waiting now? And why, why do we need to keep asking nicely? Um, you know, it's just beyond time, really. This isn't even recognition. No. Announcing Something. that you found thousands of dead babies is not recognition. Recognition is identifying it as a crime, treating it as a crime, pulling these cozy ass Catholic, whatever priests and nuns out of their fucking comfortable retirement homes and shoving them in cold cells because that is what they deserve. And don't tell me that they're old or that they have Alzheimer's and that would not be fair. They did not care that these children were babies and threw them in a cold environment. So why should their 
we don't have to be better than that. We don't have to be better than that. I hold, I listened, I did listen a little bit to a few things today on the radio because I have, you know, I, I live out of town. My commute to work is long and I just like to hear discussions. Um, and I turned it on to see, you know, what, what I will hear. Is it just sugarcoating or is there going to be someone who's going to call out the bullshit? When I would drive home, there was one woman who says, where's the subpoenas? Where's the subpoenas to actually fix this problem, to bring the information and the fact and the actual truth forward? Where's the subpoenas? What really got me this morning, um, I was listening on my, on my way um, after, after work, I went to my mom's for a bit and I, I was listening and it was Q uh, with Tom Power. And I, I, I didn't catch the name of the author, I believe, who's interviewing, who is Indigenous. And um, it really struck a chord with me. Um, basically, the author said something along the lines of, you know, I spent my whole life acting like I'm okay. And then one day I realized that I didn't have to anymore, that I have a right to not be okay. And we have to take into consideration that this is an entire generation. Mm-hmm. And a generation, generations. sorry, these are entire generations of people who are not okay. And we all have a hand in that. Anybody who sits there and doesn't call it out, doesn't criticize our education system, doesn't criticize our government, doesn't vote differently. Yeah. Your hands are covered in blood. And you know what? It really strikes a nerve because I remember seeing George Floyd die. And I know he's not indigenous, I know. But I remember the days that followed was when I had to come to grips with when I realized I was no longer okay. And it was at the same time that I realized that my four-year-old is turning five and that in one year, he's going to be in the same school system that did what it did to me. And there is nothing I can do to protect him. And that was me knowing that I would have my children and I would tuck them in at night and sing songs and read and smell the top of their head. And, you know, just completely engulf myself in them. But the thought of these parents. Like it takes. Takes a special kind of ignorant to hold your shit together at the thought of something like that. It really does because you you drop your kids off and you kiss them and you tell them I'll see you after school and you just you take that for granted. Like we think of the children who suffered, but also think of the parents. Yeah. Who suffered. Exactly. Like you take a child away from their family, you take away their soul. 
sorry guys this just it 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 strikes a nerve because that was kind of my breaking point was realizing I really have no way of protecting my own child and I cannot imagine how these mothers and fathers felt when the police this whole lie that the police is designed to protect us and these police officers stripped these children and brought them to what is supposed to be the sanctuary, the religious, you know, I don't know what, and did what they did to them. Like, how are we as a nation? Forget the shame. How are we not in excruciating pain at the thought of this? Because every one of us is a child. And many of us are sisters or brothers, and many of us are mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandchildren and uncles and aunts and cousins. Like this isn't this isn't like death, okay? These children who died, this isn't like they got a an illness and you watched them deteriorate and die, or that they got old and you watched them deteriorate or die, or even that they were in a car accident. But they were literally ripped out of their parents' lives and had their souls crushed. I'm not even talking about surviving physically the ordeal, but their souls were crushed. And we want to go around and say that their children are drug addicts who brought the friggin' pharmaceuticals into this nation. Mm-hmm. So let's be serious here. Well, they were deliberately, uh, like addictions was something that was deliberately introduced into this population. It's always it, it was done with the Chinese people. With all minorities. Yeah, all minorities. deliberate. It's like, and that's why you have to sort of, the, the way to deal with, it's really hard because when you're at the receiving end, it's hard to sort of see past all the abuse that is constantly being thrown. Um, but you have to see past the intention you have to see okay so this is what's being done and i cannot fall for this you have to just like it's it's really hard but you have to see right past um you know these attempts to like introduce addictions into these communities uh you know harass parents um you know demoralize children now it's hard for them to sort of like murder children so now it's just constant demoralization uh trying to make sure they don't succeed at anything no it's not drug overdose and or suicide yeah but that is again constant demoralization Murder. why do you have these kids committing suicide in the first place why are there such astronomical rates of suicide in these communities because it's constant day to day demoralization and you know it's it makes your job as a parent like it's it just keeps going up because all this put in because the society is trying to crush your kid and you have to keep building constantly so it's it's this has not gone away this is what i'm saying i don't see that it's gone away a good percentage of people are still you know, still have the same agenda. And it's much harder for them to do things um, as blatantly as they did back then. But there's, you know, there's a lot of ways to continue uh, keeping, you know, different communities down. There's a lot of ways to do it. And if you work together and you have, you know, you have power in certain structures, you can absolutely do it. And they still do. 
Yeah, you know, no, I, I think you oh, have sorry. passed no. it. Like, sorry, go ahead, Alon. No, I'm just no, saying I... that's the key. Like, you have to be able to see past. I, I can't hear you. No, it's okay. Alon, you were saying something. Oh, no, I was just, I'm just, you know, I, I, I really appreciate, uh, you know, what you just said. And, and that's exactly what I just want people to, to really do. Uh, and not just today, but, you know, because this is going to be an ongoing issue for many, many years. Um, but people need to put themselves in that position and understand, you know, what, you know, these failings of the families the kids have gone through. Um, you know, and then ask yourself, how would you cope, you know, with these different events happening to you? You know, you know, you obviously would turn to, to, to some sort of vice to cope. Um, you know, if society is continuing to shit on you and not listening to you and not believing you and act, making you think like you're crazy, like you're, you don't know what you're talking about, like you're lying. And then, you know, they want to go ahead and, and, and slam the door at you at every turn, you know, when it comes to opportunities, work, education, you know, throwing your face the few that do manage to get out mm -hmm. as if, oh, yeah, this is the path. This is what all of you should be doing. Um, the typical minority fucking put down package <laughs> that, uh, that, that, that the white man likes, likes to throw at everybody. Um, so. Yeah, I just, you know, I just think that that's exactly, and, you know, something Natasha said, you know, earlier was, was very true too, you know, and then in the nineties, it was the ribbons and in the two thousands is the t-shirt, right? Um, that that's the new thing, right? Everyone, everything's got a t-shirt, the nineties, everyone had a ribbon, blue, red, pink, white, some even yeah. reuse the colors. Some, some even, they ran out of colors. Some people started fighting over colors. Um, so, you know, the t-shirts are the same deal, right? Like, and, and that's, and that to me is just, you know, just bandwagon bullshit. Like if you don't, if you're not, yeah, it's just one of those things where if you, if you're not, you know, seriously making a change to change your, your perspective, your point of view. And you know what, we're at a point now in humanity where you need to be vocal. You need to have strong um, opinions about where you stand on certain shit. This whole thing of playing the gray area um, needs to stop too. Well, like, you know, you there need is no to, gray. you know, yeah, there is no more gray. Like, you know, we've, we've got cameras, we've got facts, we've got, you know, detailed information. Um, if you truly are not on the side of this bullshit, then you need to voice it and say it. You know, like playing this game of, oh no, I don't get involved. I don't get involved. I don't want to say anything. Like, yeah. Yeah, By not getting involved, think, you are involved. Yeah, very you're much. You're involved so. whether I, you like it or not. Yeah. You just need to choose which team you're on. You're yeah. And I'm really complicit. disappointed. The silence is complicity. Simple. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this this country really should have shut down today. Yeah. Um, stores were still open. The wife and I just went out to DQ. Like no, I think people should nothing, be, nothing, yeah, nothing changed, nothing stopped. Nothing would you should be doing protests. You should be outside your MP's, you know, uh, office. You should be saying, we want something done. These people need justice. This is not okay. But we I mean, on, but on that topic too, but on that topic too, I'm really sick of these half-assed politicians in Canada. Like, I don't understand how keep voting them in. These, I don't understand <laughs> keep how this shit happens. In. I don't understand how this happens. Complacent no one, humans. But no one stands up for anything. Like We're they literally enough. live in a gray void 
and pass through by not standing for anything. You could witness genocide do. in this country and they would do nothing. They literally we did witness genocide and they did nothing. They but have, even like today, you can genocide. witness genocide. You could win it, witness a murder right in front of your face in cold blood and say nothing and do nothing. But it's crazy. Like, like politicians here just live in a gray area. They don't want to stand But so for do the shit. people. Yeah, that's true too. We that's are entertaining true. the people. You're right. You're right. You know what? The problem the with you, the problem with us is you. Really, the problem with us as a nation is you as a person. And I don't mean you specifically looking at each individual here. We all voted. We all put our complaints. Well, maybe not Alon, he's not Canadian yet. But we, we, all, we all say what we say and hope that we make a difference. But the majority just don't care enough. And you know what? I mean, I'm going to put in a plea. Like, I'm going to put in a plea to stop, you know, Stop, stop funding our abusers. Stop funding our abusers. Because every t-shirt you wear, every exotic thing that you buy is on the back of someone who lost it and had to lose their blood for you. So like these things like buy local. Yeah, you want an orange shirt? Go find an indigenous, you know, made product instead. Yep. Have orange in it. Pin that to your shirt. Make, make, make your money count. Make your voice count. Are you just living to be in significant dust? Are you okay with this? I don't think any of us are. I'm going to bring it down to closing statements, not... Um, okay. I'll put down my snack. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think, um, pretty much, I think I agree with everything, um, that we've said. Um, and really, I think, um, I don't know how you would galvanize people to action if they don't feel, if they don't feel that pain and they haven't experienced that pain. And I think, you know, um, People are too used to, and I say people, I say the majority of white people in this country are too used to having the upper hand. They're too used to it. They're too comfortable. And some of the, some of them generally don't see that they have the other hand, upper hand. And some of them know this very well and are determined to keep it at all costs. So that's the reality that we have. And then it comes down to, okay, so this is this dismal reality and what are we going to do about it? And I, you know, I keep going back to the same point. Um, we should not allow ourselves to be divided into these groups. Your indigenous go over there you're black over there. Oh, you're a Muslim, go over there. You're this, blah, blah. No, these are all just more deflections to split up a movement to weaken its strength because this group of people, the ones who are determined to hold on to what they have, which is unfair and wrong, 
they're not willing to let it go. They mess around with every system, the justice system, social development, legal system, legal systems, every single education, which is horrible and healthcare where they murder people through neglect or willful sterilize them. Yes. Sterilize them, uh, give them the wrong medication or give them too much medication or whatever. Yes, this happens. It happens all the time. And you don't hear about it because the fifth, uh, I think they call it the fifth estate, the media chooses not to cover these things. So this is an absolute, like, it's, it's, it's like people are living too and nobody's talking about it. And I turn on the TV and they're just talking about cookie cutter bullshit stuff. And this is enough. Like who wants to continue living this way? And why should we continue to live this way? And the only way is um, if you have this you know, group of people who are not willing to let go control of the system, you really have to, you know, I think we have to sort of follow Quebec and build up parallel systems. I, I never, you know, thought I would quote Quebec because I think they're crazy. <laughs> and they kept ranting about how they're a nation. But I, I'm thinking, you know what? If something is not working for you, then you need to come up with alternatives, you know? And you need to come up with some sort of, you know, no, this is not acceptable to us. We're sick and tired of being treated this way. And every, it's not one thing. It's not one, one department. It's every single one. And how is this, you know, allowed to continue? And that's what needs to be done. Instead of allowing ourselves to be sort of lulled by these um, holidays and t-shirts and all these things, we need to say, no, I'm sorry. What are you doing concretely? I wanna see what you're doing in legislation to change things. What are you doing? And I, I have seen that the only politician I've seen who's, calls out um, anybody's is Jagmeet. But I mean, even he is, has to be really careful because he's also a person of color. We lost Natasha. I think so. Like, you need to be vocal, you need to talk, you need to, you need to not shut up. Just don't shut up. Thank you, Natasha. Alon, what's your closing statement? Uh, I don't think there's any much anything much more I can say. There's just uh, I, I just I'm just disappointed in this country as a whole, and uh, I just you know I'm really disappointed. Just you know this whole year, just the lack of intensity um, in dealing with with extremely relevant and important issues. Um, and I think, you know, the fact that things can begin to change and the 180 can start immediately, you know, politicians keep want to play the game of like, oh, it takes, it takes this, it takes that, something that I always hated Fidel saying on Black and the Maritimes. Oh, people don't understand how politics works. No motherfucker. It's very simple how politics works. You're a politician, you have power, you have legislation, you have influence. All you have to do is just say the word and it's done. If Higgs wanted to really do something yeah. serious in New Brunswick, all he has to do is say the word and it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take a lot to do. 
And I think that's what angers me is that, you know, it doesn't take a lot to make real change. It doesn't take decades and generations to enact change. Like, why are we being forced to wait for people who aren't going through the shit that we're going through to initiate change that we may never live to see? That's crazy for me, right? Mm -hmm. If I want to stop something, I can make that decision now and say, okay, I'm going to stop doing it and make steps to stop doing it. Right. If we want to treat indigenous people like, like equals and fairly and give them their fair share, we can say as a country, we're going to stop the bullshit and we're going to start taking steps to progress, to do that. And we're just, we're not doing that. Um, same with this residential school thing. You know what, if we really wanted to do it, we would start, I, we would be knocking in cathedral doors and dragging out priests left, right, and center. You really want to do something to set this in motion to make people believe that you have their best interests at heart? That would be the thing to do. And like Natasha said, I don't care if they're old and sick and dying. I don't give a shit. Slap the cuffs on them. Let's go. We'll sort this shit out in court. That would be a real sign towards First Nations that the country was doing something. Or they could, I know, I'm just going to sort of add something to that. Or if you want to talk about people will say, oh, that's in the past and let's think about the present. Okay, then how about you end racial profiling? Like end it, you know, you can do that. It's that simple. Oh, but it's complicated. Oh, it's always complicated. Please. I know. I know. It's always <laughs> complicated. It's always all these other moving parts yeah. that I don't People understand. People don't understand. Don't yeah, I know. But no, that's my crazy simple. thing. You can do this. You know, like Trudeau, if he wanted to, every federal uh, what none of them want to. He can do that. None of them want to. They they would be breaking. If Trudeau wanted to, they'd be breaking ground to provide fresh, clean water tomorrow. Like literally, like this shit is not hard to do. Oh, but he's fine. You know, like like people want to like people want to act like it's 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 oh it's it's no it's not it's really not and that's what 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 pains me the most is that all of these things we can really start making true progress and be progressive and be better now and we're just we're just saying eh you know um, what, federal federal if Trudeau wanted to he can he can get it done he can he can end racial profiling in all of these departments, if uh, our majority government in, in the province wants to, they can with provincial departments, they can. It's, it's not like they can do it. But here's the thing. But instead we're doing t-shirts. We, we still have a hierarchy. Even you use the term, the upper hand. Saying that someone has an upper hand means that everyone else has an arm still left to spare and is somewhere in the game. But the fact is, We've all had our hands amputated. None of us have a hand, not anywhere. There are a few people that have a hand. That's it. There's no upper, lower, mid-class, one category in charge. Anybody else, it's not trickling down in rows here. It's from here, drop. And it may look like some people have it worse than you, or no, sorry, it may look like some people are more hated and less desired than you, but you're just as much trash to the people up here. You're just not realizing that you're their bitch and helping them cause more pain to those that cause them headache, in my opinion. And with that, 
the genocide is real. Mm-hmm. The genocide was not real. The genocide is real. It is still happening. Mm-hmm. For every sterilized mother who will not have the children that she wants, it is happening. For every child who commits suicide or has an overdose, and we refuse to go do inquiries in the community because it's an indigenous community. We wait for a white girl to commit suicide for us to pay attention. That is genocide. For the culture that is gone, lost, the languages that are no longer spoken, the family lineage that has been eradicated, that is genocide. What we do not have is reconciliation. We don't even have the first step towards it. To all those grieving mothers with empty arms. I don't know what I can do to bear this pain for you, but I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. To all the children who endured and grew up to be broken hearted adults. We see you. And to the children that did not make it out alive. May your spirits spirits find your families, find your roots, and may you give them strength so that they can stand up for you and you can live on through them. Be kind to each other. Support one another. But it's really about damn time that we stand up for each other.